Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Mover Podcast, episode 91. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host, to my right. He is the 10th wonder of the world. He is the puncher of balls, super dick party himself, Richard Garcia. I like where you went with that. Hey, uh, what's nine plus one? Ten. Ten. Let's make this show a perfect ten. How about Ooh, that? Ten. 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 Oh, I don't think he does that gimmick anymore. Definitely not. He doesn't, actually. <laughs> uh, lots to get into this week, guys. We are on the road to WrestleMania, apparently. It's starting starting early this year. Um, it starts always every year at the Royal Rumble. Um, so we have our Royal Rumble predictions to get into. Worlds Collide is tonight. NXT versus NXT UK uh, is going to be tonight. So hopefully this podcast can get out on time. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to get into this week. Raw, SmackDown, AEW was on a boat this week. That's pretty cool. The Jericho Cruise was this past week. Yeah, so uh, we got that to get into. We have a lot to get into this week. But before we get into any of that, we got to give it to our sponsors. Let's give it up to LaPellia.com. If you're ever in the market for some wrestling merchandise, look no further. Go to LaPellia.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website will put you over and you get 20% off your entire order. Um, they're going to be dropping some hot shit coming up. Uh, I just seen some uh, a Royal Rumble drop they're going to do. Uh, nice. Kind of like last year, uh, but they were 92 on this one. The favorite the favorite Rumble. My my favorite Rumble of all time. The best Rumble of all time. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of people will agree with you on that because it, it legit has all the stars. Everyone. Uh, even have Hulk Hogan being a little crying baby and eliminating Sid in that match. So, Boo! Yeah, he, why couldn't she just take your loss, bro? You always got to do some shit. Brother. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I also got to get up to our other sponsor, Grudge Match Brand Apparel of, on Instagram and at grudgematchapparel.com. Um, check them out. Always putting out hot fire. Um, I don't know if they have a new drop coming soon, but definitely go check them out because uh, Grudge Match Brand are great friends of ours and they put out great products. So definitely go check out Grudge Match Brand. Turn on their notifications too, because that's that's how you find out what's what's absolutely. Um, I have their notifications on. So, um, also, if you're in the market for some put me over merchandise, go to our website putmeover.com. Use the promo code Kofi Forever. That's Kofi, the number four ever, and you'll get twenty percent off your order there. So get a shirt with Dick's face on it. Get a shirt with my face. You can get a shirt, I think, with just me and Dick if you want. Uh, but we got koozies, we got phone cases, we got hats, we got stickers. Hey, it'd be a perfect Valentine's Day gift right there. Ooh. Valentine's Day is coming up. The Mez and the Dick. Ooh. I like it. Uh, anyways, uh, let's get into some news. I think it's time for that segment to the show. So without further ado, let's get into the news. Let's get into some Dick's Dirty News. What? Take it away, Dick. Well, we got not, not a whole lot to talk about aside from, uh, as what you mentioned earlier, with the with the Jericho Cruise, with the Royal Rumble, and with the Worlds Collide this weekend. This is a pretty, this is a very big weekend, and um, it's nothing new. It's always been like it seems like it's this is gonna be this is the norm now. Um, whenever there's one pay per view, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be riding around the entire week. But uh, just some minor things I want to talk about. Uh, was it last week or was it two weeks ago? We mentioned about Brian Cage and the rumor that he was going to. Um, AEW, it was all but confirmed. Yeah, his uh, his contract expired with Impact. Um, he he is a free agent right now. Correct. But 
And this was reported by um by was it SoCal um was it SoCal uncensored was it SoCal uncensored not the tag team not the tag team the website that's been around but the wrestling blog that's um that's obviously from Southern California they reported the news saying that he uh that he has signed a contract with AEW. Um, Melissa Santos and Brian Cage have both uh, denied the case, um, saying that they haven't they haven't signed anything yet, and it's just all rumor and hearsay. Um, of course, you know when when stuff like that happens, um, they just tend to like want to keep it under wraps until whether or not they sign or not. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, but it appears that wherever he's going to, it's going to be put on hold because he is suffering a torn tricep. Oof. And um, you did see him yesterday at uh, GCW, right? I was at the GCW show last night. I did see him. He was walking around. He's in a cat uh, sling. Um, he, I mean, he's still fucking Brian Cage. He's he's still a monster. He's still a machine. Um, yeah, he's he. All those plans are going to be on hold for a little while till he heals up because that's that's not an easy injury to come back from. It's actually his bicep, which is is even worse. Bicep, you're right. Um, so. He, you know, he's the machine. He's got to work those muscles out. So, not only does he have, he's gonna have to go through surgery, um, and then he's gonna have to like get his muscles back. So, um, sucks. Hopefully, he's not out too long. I heard the injury is about six to nine months. So that would bring him back around summer. Hopefully, summer if things go well. Uh, we'll see what happens. Summer at the earliest. Summer at the earliest. Summer is what we're looking at. That's what. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, definitely not a good sign for Brian Cage right there. I mean, this. It's almost like he's. I don't want to say he's injury prone, but he's had quite a few injuries over the past uh, couple years. Yeah, I mean, when you can move like that and you're built like that, um, it puts a lot of strain. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm not built like that, so I wouldn't know the first part about it. But um, he, yeah, this is a big setback for him. Um, where do you think he ends up? Um, do you think he would fit good in NXT, WWE? Do you think AEW would do better with him? Does he stay on the indies? I'm I'm looking at his uh, what he's capable of. I think anywhere he goes, he would be he would make an immediate impact. I love Brian Cage. I, I I'm a Brian Cage fan as well. He's a he's a big guy that is very uh, he's he's an athletic big dude. Number one. And um, number two, he's actually a very solid wrestler all around. Um, he, he has the size. He has the look. He has the athleticism and the skill set. He can go anywhere he wants. I, I think AEW would be the best fit for him because AEW, they need big guys. They definitely, he, he fits the bill. If, if there's one thing AEW does need, um, I don't want to say like diary, but what, what big guys do they have on the roster aside from Luchasaurus? That's really the only guy I can think of. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about in-ring. I mean, because you can't count um, Jake Hagar. He doesn't count. as he's, he's a big guy, but he's, he doesn't count because he's not wrestling. Is he not wrestling? Like, because he's, like, oh, because he's doing MMA? Probably that, or maybe just that's just as his, that's his role off. As, his, as his bodyguard. Yeah. Um, and even then, I don't think he's, in WWE at least, he wasn't. A bit considered a big guy. I don't. I don't. I don't view him as like a big guy. I don't consider him a, a big guy as well. I mean, well, Wardlow is another one that's that's a Wardlow's. Big guy. There you go. Wardlow's another one, and he's gonna have his debut in a couple weeks as well. But we'll find out if if he can work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's I, let's see what he can do. I, I don't know anything about him. Uh, did he wrestle in the Indies? Do you know anything like that? I'm assuming he he had to have wrestled in the Indies. I mean, um, I, I haven't seen anything specifically from Wardlow, but um, your guess is as good as mine's come, come in a couple of weeks when he wrestles Cody. Yes, yeah. we'll, we'll see what he can do. We'll get into what what happened at uh, Dynamite this week because the we we got some developments in that story. Um, what else we got, Dick? All right, just real quickly, I do want to talk about 
Um, this was announced. Um, Triple H made an announcement a couple of days ago um, uh, via social media that the um, NXT Women's Championship will no longer be called the Women's Championship. It will just be called the NXT Championship. Hmm. Or do you fo- are you are you following me? So let's fix what's not broken. And uh, that's number one. So they're going genderless with the titles now. Yes. So why why I don't I don't get what the what the point of that is. Well, I guess the, I, I I see where Triple H is coming from as far as making them equal titles as far as because the NXT Championship is for the men, but it's not called the NXT Men's Championship, but the NXT Women's Championship is called the NXT Women's Championship. I see where he's going with the logic. The only problem with that though is you're making them kind of completely genderless, and it's. It's it's kind of going. I don't want to say it's going backwards, but it's kind of like making an unnecessary problem. It's, yeah. it's a solution to a problem that didn't even exist to begin with. There was nothing wrong with having them change the titles out from the women's championship to the regular championship. If that was the issue, don't you think they would have just done the men's and the women's championship, like have an NXT men's championship and then yeah NXT women's championship? I just I don't I don't get I don't see what the problem is. I don't know why um it, we need to differentiate uh, or we. We don't need to differentiate the two because they're different divisions, obviously. Right? Um, can we get Brock Lesnar versus Becky then, if they're both going to be fighting? Which is what, which is what, what I mentioned last, which, <laughs> which is what we mentioned last night when we were talking about this. If that's the case, then picture WWE going all the way and just having uh, the women's titles be dropped out and just having them known as a, uh, WWE championships for, for for Raw and SmackDown. So that means it's genderless. So let's let, let's let's throw this caveat. Okay. The Royal Rumble. Whoever wins the Royal Rumbles gets to pick a championship of their choosing. So we have like a 60-person Royal Rumble now, or is they, keep it 30, 15 men, 15 women. Let's let's do let's just say that, let's just say let's just do one 60-man battle royal. We're, we're kind of making this expanding out a little bit. Okay, one Royal Rumble. So whoever wins that Royal Rumble gets to challenge a champion of their choosing. I mean, you just said it right now. That sounds kind of cool now that I think about it. But at the same time, it it blurs everything together. It, it blurs everything. And you know what's you know what's and you know what's even more out, outrageous is we're not going to hear the end of it come from that point on until WrestleMania. Imagine if they went down that route. Could you imagine Michael Cole every week <laughs> just promoting this match, like a, a match for the first, first time ever. ever? First ever, first ever, first ever. Intergender mania at WrestleMania. <laughs> like he will never shut the fuck up about it. I just I don't I. I don't know. I, I to me it, it it sounds like they're just making a problem that didn't exist and now it's it's a thing. They, I don't think I've heard any any person complain about oh they need to differentiate or they they need to just drop the women. Everyone's equal. Like obviously women are equal. Uh, but as far as like divisions, uh, why have any division then? Yeah, at just that have point, one title. They, they 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 just made that problem a little bit worse by doing that. If they just stuck with just adding the men's to the NXT championship or to the or to the titles for the men, then that's perfectly fine. I'd be totally okay with that. As a matter of fact, I'd rather them do that. If they're gonna go this yeah. route, I'd rather them differentiate men's titles and women's titles. Because every sport, there's men's there's men's volleyball, men's basketball, men's tennis. There's no. Tennis and then women's tennis, <laughs> yeah, or anything like that. You know, it it just so the NBA is just going to be everything. There's NBA and WNBA. Well, I mean that that's a little different. Well, right no there. one goes to WNBA games. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different topic in itself, though. This isn't a but, bathroom, but you know what I mean. This but you know what I'm bathroom. saying, though, right? Yeah. 
Um, there ne- there definitely needs to be a differentiation. I'm hoping that that's just a, a dumb rumor that, that leaked out and Triple H didn't actually say this, or maybe they didn't think about it. Um, but we need we need to know. Like I don't know. It's it, it would just sound confusing to me. It it sounds very confusing already as it is. Unless it's just Vince saying like they'll get used to it. Damn it! They're gonna I don't, love it. I don't think that was a Vince move. I think that might be more of a Triple H move. I get being progressive, but that's that's a little too. Much. That's going a little too far right Absolutely. there. Uh, but as far as like news goes, I mean that's not really a whole lot. I mean we got more to talk about when we when we go through the shows, especially with um. Especially with AEW, there's a lot that happened on on that uh, Jericho cruise that we should talk about. But um, yeah, we'll get into it when we talk about the shows. Yeah, um, I just wanted to talk about uh, GCW a bit last night because I, oh, yeah. I was there. Oh yeah, talk night. more about that. Let's let's talk more about that. It was my first GCW show. They have it at the Ukrainian Center um, in LA. It's on Melrose, Melrose in Vermont, I believe. A uh, really cool venue. Uh, there was a lot of people there, and um, everyone was telling me, you know, it's crazy. There's a bunch of death matches. They they didn't have one death match that I saw, which, if you know me, you know I'm not really a big fan of them anyway. Right. Um, so, uh, Nick Gage, actually, before the show, uh, f- we found out uh, his brother had passed away uh, literally six hours before the show. Um, a, a, a parent suicide. Uh, so, they did a 10-bell salute uh, for his brother. His brother's name is uh, Justice Payne, Chris Wilson, his real name. Um, and it's crazy that Nick Gage even could be at the show because if if I lost you know a sibling, I there's I I just want to be a, alone in a dark room for days. Right, and for some and for some wrestlers and some entertainers, going out there entertaining is probably a, a therapeutic form for them. And I'm sure Nick Gage was was hurt by what happened, and he I mean losing losing a loved one, you know you're you don't know. Like it just it, you, everyone reacts differently. First and yeah. foremost, everyone reacts differently. Um, I'm sure like he's probably going to go through his grieving stage later on down the road. But at the moment, he probably felt the right thing for him to do was to go out there and perform and in honor of his brother. Um, everyone's different as far as how they go, uh, how, how how they do go through the grieving process. But um, you know, more power to him for going out there after that after the incident. It's such a tragedy whenever someone does lose their life. Um, especially over suicide. Um, we don't know what caused it to happen, but it's still a tragedy nonetheless. Yeah. So I mean, it was a really, really touching moment after the show. He he cut a he cut a promo, um, and then as he was cutting the promo, the GCW champion I I can't think of his name right now. He actually came out and attacked Nick Gage in the middle of this heartfelt promo. So a really great way to get heat. Um, you know, living the living that uh that kayfabe life. Um, so I mean I I. That was a nice little touch. Um, also, the uh, the match between Chris Dickinson and uh, David Starr was my match of the night. Uh, those guys are those guys both tore the house down, and that was right before intermission too. Uh, and that was the first half of the show. Yes, so I will. I'm definitely a, a fan of GCW Game Changer Wrestling, and um, I'll be back. Tell us a bit more about uh, Chris Dickinson, because uh, I think, was that your first time seeing him? First time seeing him. Uh, I found out he actually was in BOLA this past year, and I think he made it to the finals. Um, just, he reminded me of, like, early, like, Claudio Castagnoli. Like, if Cesaro wasn't in WWE, because um, it's the shit that they were pulling out. There was a lot of moments where I thought guys were, were going to fall right on their neck and break their necks. Um, but... 
that would that was definitely my match of the night. Uh, Chris Dickinson, keep your eyes out for him because he's going to be huge. Um, Chris Dickinson, right. yeah. Chris I Dickinson, right. there. You, oh, you, you said it right. You got it right. Um, There's so many new faces that I saw yesterday. It was hard to kind of keep track, A, and, like, B, like, remember their names, like, after, like, oh, shit, like, Joey Ryan was there. Eli Obviously. Everfly, um, they, they were there. Uh, those were, like, the, the two guys that I've seen before. But everyone else was brand new. There was a 16-year-old kid that had a match last night. Really? Don't remember his name, but he, he, he was there. His like it looked like his whole family was there. Um, like gr- I'm talking grandpa, mom, dad. Oh, nice, good uh, for him. And dude, he 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 reminded me. I mean, obviously the parallels are there, but like Rey Mysterio, he was wrestling when he was 16, and he won the crowd over. He was like a super white meat baby face going against these guys that were way bigger than him. Um, fuck, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, but he was in like it was like an eight man eight man match. So there was people going crazy all over the place um so yeah definitely check out gcw if you can uh if there's time uh ran into uh my buddy rosen out there he uh he he was offering me a face mask because how crazy it gets i guess this one was a little bit more tame for whatever reason uh but there was they they don't use tables there they use doors oh shit uh nick gage is like i didn't want to go to home depot and buy doors today um so uh, that was I don't I don't blame him. That was interesting. Um, and yeah, go check them out. Uh, also, I'll, I was helping out at the GCW merch booth, so uh, they they got, they got a lot of cool shit too. Um, All right, but yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get into what happened in this week in wrestling. Let's get into Raw, um, and we have new tag team champions. Um, I don't want to break down the whole card. Let's just go over the highlights. But that was probably the, my big, the biggest thing that happened on Raw was the tag team championships uh, being taken away from the Viking Raiders by not a tag team. Of, but, all uh, t- of all people, of all teams, I should say. A thrown together team, which is, I mean, they're part of a stable. So it, it was Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, uh, which, you know, when you think about it, that's a fucking power team right there. That's a really good tag team. I mean, they, they both, I, I think they both complement each other with their skill set, especially Buddy Murphy. Um, we're seeing more and more of him and uh, what he can really do. And I, I don't think this guy's going to be the worst kept secret. If anything, he's going to be up there in a couple of years. Uh, Paul Heyman lucked in having Buddy Murphy. I Absolutely. think he's, he's one of those guys where, where he has a skill set. And I mean, he can, go to, he can go to New Japan, he can go anywhere outside the world, and he could be one of the top guys. In that company, I mean, I, now am I saying he's gonna be the top guy in WWE? Probably not, not not yet at least. But his potential is absolutely there, and I'm glad that he's being utilized correctly. What's crazy is Aleister Black was the one that was you know beating him every week, and Aleister Black is, I mean, now Buddy Murphy's in the main event scene. Now he's a main event player, right? Uh, where Aleister Black, we didn't even see him on Raw this week. No, we didn't actually. Uh, You're right. So, you know. I don't. I don't know about. I wish it would be AOP that would have won the titles. I know that that's the the argument or the uh, complaint of a lot of people, uh, because they're an actual tag team. Let's talk about how that that got there first, because they did open up with the promo, and um, as they were gloating to come, as they were gloating about how they're be- becoming like this dominant crew, um, we do see Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and the Viking Raiders come out, and it looks like they're, they're going to tease a four on four match, an it, eight, an eight person like tag match. Yeah. But um, as we went to commercial break, it turns out that um, they wanted to challenge, or Seth and Buddy wanted, or really Seth wanted to challenge the Viking Raiders to the tag belts, which is weird because you would think, as you mentioned, it should have been AOP instead. If I'm a tag team, that's my goal is to be the tag team. Right. 
and the fact that AOP, an actual ta- tag team that's just coming back also. Yes, that's true. Um, they weren't like the ones in that position. It was a little weird. Um, even more weird that Seth actually won the titles with Buddy Murphy. Um, and if I'm AOP, like, why do I want to protect? I want the titles. Like, why am I going to protect the champions now? Well, maybe this is going to lead up to something down the road. And this is just the beginning. This is just phase one of what that group's plan is going to be down the road. So we'll see what happens down the road. But um, as far as the match goes, I thought that was a, that was a great match. Um, it's great to see Buddy Murphy actually getting the pin, like actually pinning for the for the win and actually getting the, the, the tag team championships, albeit with a little help from Seth. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good match, too. Um, also, like, I feel like the Viking Raiders kind of look bad in all of this because think about their tag team run. Did they fight anybody of note? They fought jobbers ever, well, ever since they won the tag championships. I it, mean, ever since they kind of came in, I don't think they fought like a real tag team. I feel like they fought a bunch of local jobbers every week. They come out and I fast forward their squash matches um, and then they meet like two real superstars and they can't beat them and they lose their titles in the, and, a, and a build up that was built up in the less than an hour. Because that really benefited uh, more of that. That benefited Seth and Buddy Murphy more than AOP. I mean, in that in, in that perspective, you're right. But I mean, at the same time, though, you also have to look at the tag team division on Raw and what Whack. it is. It is like out of all the divisions on, um, if you look at all of them, I think Raw is by far the weakest division. Well, actually, I'd probably say SmackDown. Like you could take a pick Raw and SmackDown. Their tag team divisions are very bad. All um, three divisions are really bad. Women's SmackDown and Raw. They're all afterthoughts. They're not, all afterthoughts. Not, not a big deal. We're in NXT. They're having the Dusty Classic. Uh, tag team tournament mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, and AEW, like, they, th- their tag matches are always insane. Well, the tag divisions for them is not a priority on the main shows. No, uh, which, you know, sucks because I, I like tag team wrestling. Uh, and then, like I said, the women's division, I don't even know. There's no, they literally have to just throw women into a tag match because they don't have any tag teams in the women's They division. don't. Where they, are the they, Iconics? When's the last time you've heard they, they haven't they haven't been on TV in a long time since they lost the titles. I have not seen them. Uh, Kabuki Warriors, um, still hate that name. Are are the real only women's tag team? They are, they are, but um, for a while Kyrie Sane was injured, so that's why it's they they kind of were going with the whole Oscar Becky Lynch feud at, um, for for now. But we're seeing Kyrie Sane come back, and speaking of her, her and Becky had a match. Um, it wasn't really much of a match between those two. I didn't really think much of of, of the match other than Becky getting the Becky uh, tapping um, tapping Kari Sane out with the disarmor, and then Oscar uh, attacking after the match, setting up for what's going to happen on Sunday. I was more distracted on Oscar sitting on the ring post than I was in the match. <laughs> See, well, yeah, exactly. So it, did, it didn't do a whole lot for me. Why didn't the referee kick her off the like? She was literally like basically she's in the ring. Like, why did the referee just let her sit there the whole match? I don't know. You'd have to ask the ref on that one. <laughs> It reminded me of the Simpsons episode when, um, when everyone's fighting and that little that little Asian guy's sitting there. He's like, "Oh, but that little guy's gonna do something," and then he like turns away and you know goes crazy. But like, oh yeah, <laughs> the whole time I was like, "She's gonna do something. Oscar's gonna do something," and then yeah, um, where it was uh, the Yakuza versus, the, Yakuza uh, versus uh, the mob, uh, the mob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, God, I love the Simpsons. I love old Simpsons. Yeah, same here. Um. What else happened? Um, on uh, Andrade versus Ray. Let's talk about that match oh, real yeah. quick. That um, might have been my match of the week. I, I would, I would not, I would not disagree with you on that. I overall, that was a very good ladder match. Although I was a bit scared when 
um, Ray was holding on to the title belt, and he um, tried to do a hurricanrana from the from the top of the from really where the title belt was hung. Maybe onto it was Andrade. too high. I think it was too high. I I Andrade I don't know. Was trying to like position him, and like he was just swinging like not maybe not enough. Like I don't know. He couldn't get the position on him, and. He propped Ray down for a power bomb, and it looked like Ray landed right on his head. It, it looked more like a power bomb as well, but um, other than that, um, overall great match. The DDT, the hammerlock on the ladder. That the ladder was bridge. gnarly. Um, yeah, that was that was fucking nuts, and minimal help from uh, Zelina too. Uh, that's which, which is a nice. That's always a change. nice thing as well. You always want to like you want to utilize Zelina um, in key situations. You don't want her to be. Um, and not just her, but pretty much every manager in general. You just want them to be where they're useful at. And um, she, every her, match it gets, it gets old. It gets old after a while. It yeah. does. But um, she was utilized perfectly, especially if you want to build. Because I, I think Andrade is the future. Um, I've Andrade is probably my favorite person on the Raw brand. Um, he's been he's been there for a while for me, and they're building him up so good, dude. Um, I'm ex- I'm actually excited for him versus Humberto at. Uh, the Royal Rumble, which um, after the match, uh, a mass wrestler did come out and attack him and didn't beat Humberto Carrillo, which, <laughs> as you mentioned, that's going to lead up to their match, the Royal Rumble. What was funny during Andrade or during Ray's uh, entrance, they panned to this group of people all wearing Ray Mysterio masks and Ray Mysterio shirts. Clearly plants. Clearly. Yeah. I was like, OK, that's not a real family. Whoever that is, is not. Those are those. They put them there. Um, I didn't know that one of them was Humberto, but I definitely thought like, oh, that those people aren't real WWE fans. If that's what WWE fans think, or if that's what WWE think fans look like, um, they need to maybe watch the crowd a little bit more because I, I agree, don't, fans don't act like that. Um, but yeah, that that was probably the the match of the night uh, from that. Uh, Drew McIntyre, they're 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 uh, they're doing things with him. It's about time. Um, um, they got him feuding with Randy Orton right now. Um, and, yeah, he, he wins a match via interference. Um, he got hit with an RKO at the end, but I, I feel like they're going to – that's why I don't think McIntyre is going to win the Royal Rumble, and I'll, I'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But um, this uh, McIntyre-Orton feud uh, really intrigues me, so I'm glad that they're actually getting McIntyre out there to do some work and making him a, a viable player on the main, on the main event scene for for raw he, he should be a main event player he should be a, one of those guys up there that, that should be going after the belt um we'll see what happens with what they do after the rumble and w- what's going to happen um, from up until wrestlemania see if they do anything with with him uh let's talk about the rusev lashley live morgan well, lana match and that's still going on by the way the it's the feud that will never end um, what what did you think about this? I honestly I was thinking about today. Like I don't remember it too well, uh, but basically it was a mixed tag match that the women really didn't get involved too much. And Liv Morgan can actually wrestle, so that's a bummer that she has to work with Lana that can't really wrestle. Um, who what what happened in that match? Um, not a whole lot other than um, the fact that uh, Lana and Lashley did win that match, and it looks like that they're still going on that they're still going to be feuding against each other. Alicia Black did have a match. Um, oh, take that back! Yes, local jobber, but I fast forwarded it because I, they, I get jobber matches, but when one guy has a jobber match every week, I do not care anymore. Like it serves its purpose, gets the gets the guy over, gets his moves over, uh, but let me see him fight a real guy. If I it's mean, once in a while, yes, but like if you do it every 
every, every week. time. Same with Rowan. Every time Rowan has a match, I fast forward. Now he fought Matt Hardy this week, uh, but it was another squash match. Okay, let me let me ask you this then, because um, back in the day when it was when Superstars and Wrestling Challenge were on, you would have uh, a lot of a lot of the talent, a lot of the um, wrestlers. They would be they would go up against uh, enhancement talents all the time, um, quite a bit. True. For the most part, they were all jobber matches. They were all jobber matches on, on that show. Um, of course, the difference being is that I was a child. Sh- number, okay, <laughs> well, obviously, number one, we different era. Number two, those shows were designed to get the the talent over for that way. And there was no Raw or SmackDown back then. No, those were pretty much the shows that would lead up to the pay per views, to the to the main matches themselves to get that talent over. So that way, coming down down the road when they go up in the rivalry. They're ready to, to, to go up against someone else or a, a, another wrestler. It was built. It was meant to build them up. It's a little different now because now that Raw and SmackDown are on every week, especially more so Raw since Raw is more guilty of it, where you see them going up against enhancement talent of certain wrestlers. I mean, obviously the most grand example is Eric Rowan going up against enhancement talent every, every week. Every week. Every week. I don't care. And it's getting to the point where like, okay. Viking Raiders, same thing. I would fast forward thing. the matches because I, I've seen this. It's the same shit. It's the same thing over and over. I'm fine with it once in a while, but like every week, it's 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 getting it's getting it's getting a little old. It's getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, so I would definitely uh, maybe scale that back. Give me like at least with Rowan, he squashed Matt Hardy. R.I.P. Sorry, Matt Hardy, who I think is gonna be on his way out soon, unless we're getting swerved. We'll uh, see. But he's been tweeting out some stuff where he it, it seems like he's not very happy. Um and yeah so anyways Lashley and Lana win in this match, uh, and it is the main event. I don't know why it was the main event. Um, I feel like Andrade and Ray could have been in that spot, but whatever. They're really trying to push the feud. They're really trying to push that uh, Lashley, uh, Rusev feud. That yeah. I, I again I don't know why they're. I mean they're they're doing it for a reason. DNA. Look at all the views it gets on YouTube. Um, and that I think that's how they gauge uh, people's interest in this. It's not. Uh, it's not working. YouTube views. Uh, let's switch gears to um, an, an actual wrestling show. AEW Dynamite live from the Nassau Port in Florida, uh, Florida, right? Or Bahamas? It was a, a Nassau, Bahamas. Yeah. So basically, uh, we mentioned we mentioned earlier that this week is the Jericho Cruise. Um, they did. Uh, they did set sail on. I believe was. I believe it was Monday. Monday. Uh, yeah. If not mistaken. And they uh, came back uh, yesterday, as of Friday, as of, as of the recording. We're recording on Saturday, so they came back Friday. So five days out to sea, not bad for a cruise. And the second year in a row for uh, Chris Jericho's Rock, Rock and Rager tour. Um, from from what I saw from the beginning and end on on Dynamite, I'm I'm sold on the Jericho cruise. I want to go on it next year. I I wanted to go this year, and uh, just you know, I got to do a podcast. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, I uh, it, it's kind of expensive, uh, first off. It is, but uh, if if they do have payment plans, I believe. Hopefully, I I plan on going on the Covid and Cambria cruise later this year, uh, which is sold out. I'm on the wait list, but we'll see. Uh, anyways, but this it it's the same shit. Uh, Jericho, there's the Norwegian Pearl is they kind of ran out. Like Kiss does the same same right uh, same shtick. Uh, Coheed is going to be doing it, but Jericho gets gets the boat uh, for this weekend, and I really like the. It sounds like it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't. I don't think I've heard one person. I've heard. I haven't heard one complaint on yet about like, it. Oh, I'm never going again. 
Uh, it sounds like a good time. They have uh, not only do they have like live music, they have wrestling. They have wrestling shows every night. Uh, they have live podcasts. Uh, a bunch of wrestlers. It looks like people that weren't even in AEW, like MVP and. Um, I can't think of any other. Well, ones, Bishop was on the crew, so I think they Bishop, did a recording Scott of Hall, 83 weeks. Uh, DDP, they were they were all on the Jericho. They'll be on the Jericho podcast next week, I think. Yeah, and and then also your typical cruise animities, um, your, your food, drinking, uh, gambling, stuff like that. Um, overall, it, it seemed like it was a lot of fun, especially when watching um, Dynamite this week. Everyone was having a good time. Everyone seemed like it was having a great time. Uh, Jr. looked like he was having a blast. And yeah, we had uh, first match. Great way to open it up. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus SCU for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Uh, what did you think about this match, Dick? I loved it. Overall, great match. It's telling the story of, uh, as we mentioned, you know, Kenny and um, Hangman, the throwaway team, even though they were part of the elite. Um, it looks like it's leading up to, some, to, uh, to something involving those two. It's Can been they, bubbling. It's been bubbling for a while. Can they work together to finally win the tag team championship from an established team like SCU? Turns out they did. They did have some minor hiccups during the match. Um, it looked like um, Kenny did take an inadvertent um, buckshot lariat from Hangman, but they recovered. Um, it looks like they hit a buckshot lariat for the win by Hangman, so Hangman did, did score the pinfall on that match. Um, made them look really strong. Overall, uh, great match. It looked, I, I love the, the little things that they did in this match where Kenny wanted to celebrate with Hangman, but Hangman just got his belt, grabbed a beer from someone that was ringside, and crowd surfed his way to the back. That was awesome. Uh, it's really cool to see, but at the same time, they're, they're threading this needle where you need, um, you, you expect him to celebrate, uh, but Hangman kind of doesn't want any part of it. Um, so a dysfunctional tag team, yeah, we've seen it before, but I've never seen it with in AEW, and I've never seen it with uh, Omega. And uh, and Paige, I don't think Omega's has Omega got tag team gold before in, in Japan. Maybe as far as like in, in New Japan, I don't, I don't think he has. Um, but this is his first time being tag team champion here with uh, tag team champions in AEW. And this is where Omega needs to be. I mean, this is great for him because you know he's people have been talking about how they're not using him right. Well, now he's a champion, and you know you have a, a roster of main eventers already. Put him in the tag tag division. Why not? Help him build, grow that. Um, and now tensions are going to be kind of high. Now that they're champions, tensions are going to be even higher between the two. Um, so maybe at double or nothing, too, they'll they'll do the, the blow-off Hangman and uh, and and Kenny. That, that could be. I, mean, I, I would be super into that. Uh, I mean, yeah. if, if they do double or nothing, that's not going to be – I mean, assuming it's going to be Memorial Day weekend, I mean, we haven't really heard anything as far as officially if it's going to be back in Vegas, but in all likelihood, it seems like that's going to be the case. That would be the perfect time to do that match would be in Vegas. Yeah. Hopefully they do that again. I don't know if they, there's word of on it yet, but that, that that's perfect. Uh, I think we have a heel Britt Baker now. I think they finally caught the, on this that is the, the crowd isn't too into her, and she's a heel now. The, uh, the, the match itself was fine with uh, Britt Baker and um, Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla Kelly. She made her AEW debut. Um, the match was f- the match was okay, but it was a good back and forth. It, it's not like Britt Baker came out and dominated, uh, or or, or, sh- or that all all that impressive actually. Yeah. Um. After the match, though, Tony Schiavone did interview her, but it just looked like Br- Britt just went off on him for no reason. Um. It she looked like she officially did turn, she, and she was making fun of the fact that the fact that Schiavone was working at a Starbucks. He. That's true. Um. Which. 
Kind of sucks to hear Shivani was doing that. Yeah, putting him down like money. that. You got to make money somehow. Put putting him down, you know. Um, honestly, though, being a dentist, though, you, you there's no you can't be a baby face dentist. It just number one that that just doesn't work. I mean the the thought that someone um, is able to do you know go to school, be a wrestler, and have your own dental practice that that story um, is kind of a. Uh, it's inspirational. It's inspirational, it's inspirational but I think at the same time, though, like you can turn that around and be like, "Well, I can do this, this, and this. How come yeah, you can't?" Exactly. You know, like I'm, I'm better than you. And also within the past couple of weeks as well, we see her like throwing kind of like these tantrums, especially against Riho. Um, a couple of weeks ago, she was saying like, "I'm here all the time. I'm working my ass off, yeah. and you're coming in here, here, and there." Um, that was the beginning of where she was turning. Right now, I mean. I think she was better off being a heel. Um, they they tried the babyface run for a little bit. It just it worked in Pittsburgh, but it just it was it fell flat after that. Um, you had to turn her heel at this point. There there was nowhere else to go. And I, I'm down for it. I mean, I know that there's a lot of heels in the women's division, but uh, Britt Baker I think needed this more than anybody. Yes. Um, and I don't know. It's probably AW side. Uh, she was in the middle of cut a promo and. They have to go to commercial. So JR's is like, I don't want to hear this anymore. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> uh, so nice, nice recovery from JR. That was that. a nice recovery. Uh, six man tag match Jurassic Express versus Inner Circle. I thought this match was good. Um, every week, uh, LAX Pride and Powerful is uh, is winning me over. I love uh, Santana and Ortiz. Um, no, Santana. Oh, just Santana in particular. Yeah, he does the back rake. He does the. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is getting that over. Um, I love when he just starts chanting, the best, the best, the best. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Marco Stunt actually had a really good showing with, with him uh, when he was in the ring with Jericho. He actually hit a 450 on Jericho. He did. Um, and for a second there, I thought Marco Stunt was going to beat Jericho. Be- I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, I'm uh, glad they didn't do that. But before we get, in, but before we get into um, that... Um, Let's talk about how German Jericho entered the entered, entered oh my the, God. the ring. He just posted it on his Instagram too. Yeah, right? if you haven't had the chance to look at it or you didn't watch um, Dynamite this week, go watch his IG story. Um, it's he did post a full video, his full entrance to when he was walking down to Judas and how the crowd just sang to Judas. I thought that was just phenomenal. Yeah, if you want to hear a boat full of marks uh, singing a song, uh, go go check it out. I thought it was cool because Jericho was like, "This is insane." I I had a sold-out cruise ship singing my song that I wrote on a on a show that I'm the champion of on national TV on a boat that I put together. Like that's Jericho's and just fucking lighting the world on fire. Mind you, his band opened up on the first day of the cruise. Like this oh, is how crazy. we're gonna start the party. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I was a big fan of that whole entrance. Uh, Jericho, I feel like he was really fighting. The smile that he wanted to oh, have. Oh, big time. Because, uh, you know, he was just head over heels with... Uh, He's the having the time of his life right now. I don't think there's ever been a point in his life where he... F- I, I don't think there's ever been a point in his life where he's been so happy. Um, and I don't think we've, we've, we've talked about the, the stage and the setup. Um, just a breath of fresh air. When you look at Raw every week, it's the same, same, same shit every week. Uh, where, you know, AEW is going out there and they're putting their show in different venues like when they have their show uh at the uh in jacksonville um it's normally a concert venue right um but they turned it into a a wrestling venue which is 
just it looks different and I mean, you you go back to Bash of the Beach. Yeah, it wasn't outdoors, but they dressed up the stage to fit the theme. They 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 have the the ring crew and the announcers wearing uh, you know vacation shirts, basically. Tommy Bahama, um, and 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 that works. And and uh, it just it's it's fresh. It's it's something new. Like I said, you you see the sets. WWE used to be awesome at at their custom sets that they do for their pay per views, but now everything just looks. Like one thing, it's cookie cluttered, basically. I mean, we're excited that the Royal Rumble is going to be in 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 Houston, uh, which it's going to look different because it's a different venue. But like, what's the next pay per view? Hell in a Cell. It's going to or there's, uh, there's, Elimination there's, Chamber. There's it's going to look just like their fucking SmackDown set. There, there's too many to uh, there's too many after the Royal Rumble before WrestleMania that I don't even know. I can't even keep track anymore. But the point being, though, yeah, you're right. Is that the sets. Really, for for WWE and you can say for lesser extent NXT, they all look the same. At least AEW, they're going out of their way to make themselves look different, uh, being different arenas, different venues. That helps out a lot. So there is a breath of fresh air when it comes to that. And you had to go, you had to, you had to be um, very creative when it comes on the, to being on the cruise at this show. Um, and they did a great job overall. Um, just like this tag team match, a six person tag match was was very good. Yeah, uh, Jericho actually uh, ends up hitting the Judas effects on Marco Stunt uh, when he felt he felt like that's what I loved about it. He felt like, oh shit, I need to take this seriously. Let me hit it with my finisher real quick because um, he was letting Marco go go at him for a little while. Yeah, he was. Um, and you know, Jun- Jungle Boy looked awesome out there. Um, really, really big fan of this segment on the show. Um, and then you had uh, someone else that was having a super dick party. MJF, he's a fucking dick, dude. Uh, going against he is the best heel in the, in the business right now. He really now. is. Uh, if you Byron's a f- uh, an idiot for for thinking that MJF can hold a ca- or that the Miz can hold a candle to MJF. Uh, you know, since we're revisiting this whole um, MJF Miz debate, like I see where the resemblance where MJF is off of the Miz, where he where Miz was wearing a scarf and then he kind of had that that pompous douchebag look. I mean, he I, came up with fedora and like really big shorts. He did. Who wants to root for that guy? A fedora with flames on it, mind you. <laughs> I I, th- I think I think he's more of like um like if, if he does draw some influence from the Miz, but also at the same time he does have influence from remember EC3 and TNA as well, where he's like the one per- that's, one percenter. That's the one. I see though. I see more of a resemblance to um, EC3 and TNA than than with the Miz. Remember the Miz used to come out like a robot, and he would like. I think he still does it, where he just like kind of does. Th- uh, it never made sense to me. Anyways. It never made sense to me either. No, no, I I get what you're saying. Why are you doing the robot, dude? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Joey Janelle actually can wrestle. He's not just a death match. He can guy. go. Um, and MJF actually looked really good out there too. Um, after the match, uh, Cody Cody comes out. Uh, and basically, like he he wants to put his hands on MJF, but knows he can't. Yeah, because that's one of the stipulations. Um, and MJF was just being a total dick out there. Um, and then the main event, Moxley and Pac. Uh, this was a really fun, great match. Uh, this was actually for the number one contendership. Um, I like that they didn't just make it an afterthought because Moxley and Jericho have kind of been going at it for for weeks now. Um, uh, but it's not like they were like, oh, it's a, it was a foregone conclusion that M- Moxley was going to win this match. Pac actually had a really good showing. And even on commentary, they were like, well, what if Pac wins? And Jericho was on commentary for this match. 
Um, he's like, dude, I I would like either of these guys to fight. It wasn't like a foregone conclusion that Moxley was going to win. Right. Um, in the end, he does he does beat Pac, um, and we're off to the races now. Jericho versus uh, Moxley at Revolution. Um, yes, please. Um, but overall, I thought AEW was a, was an awesome show. And and um, not only that, I think they both both those guys they want to have the match that they never really could have had when they were in WWE. Just like how Cody and Dustin never really had that match that they had in WWE. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the whole eye patch thing and Mox really selling his eye uh, was a big factor in this. Um, and, yeah, that's that was, that was my takeaway from AEW. Great show. Mm-hmm. Um, Real quickly, though, um, mentioning with AEW, it wasn't live. Um, it was actually tape delayed. They did tape. Uh, they did record on Tuesday. And after the recording, they after they they were airing or not after rather, but after they recorded, uh, they did send two tapes, two master tapes to Atlanta on two separate planes to ensure that one of them did get there because they weren't they weren't going to take any chances as far as it not making it um, to Atlanta to have it produced and then have it um, shown on TNT on Wednesday. What are the odds that two planes go down? That 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 could that could have happened, and they were they were taking that gamble. Um, luckily nothing happened, of course. Yeah, but better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Um, but they, they did that because they didn't want to take any chances. And, um, as I mentioned earlier and earlier on the podcast, um, Cody did announce that, um, to the crowd on the cruise that they're going to come back next year from March 1st to 5th. And they're actually going to have a live taping or not live taping, but a live showing of a W dynamite on, um, Wednesday, March 3rd. That's that's going to be the date in which um, that's that's the Wednesday in which um, it appears that it's going to be. I'm sorry. Um, did I say February? Did I say March? March. February. February. Yeah. February third. I, I apologize. Okay. So it's going to be February third with the live sh- with the live um, dynamite show. Okay. So they're definitely going to try to do that, and hopefully it works. You know, and if that's the case, this might be a this is going to be a yearly thing that AEW should definitely take advantage of, and the one thing that. I don't think we talked about is, or maybe we did talk about this, was this could have been NXT. This could have been um, WWE on the open seas. Oh, Jericho wanted to do it. He did, and he and he went to Vince McMahon and asked Vince if he can use the NXT talent for the cruise. And Vince said no. And now here we are. And now here we are. It's crazy, the butterfly effect. It, one, one decision can change everything. Oh, big time. I mean, ha- imagine had that happened... We could have been seen. We could have been seen NXT on um, the open seas. But instead, Jericho went out and you know found hot indie talent, and now AEW is here. And they're here, yeah. Um, let's talk about NXT since um, we're on the topic of NXT. Since we are on the topic of NXT, um, I thought I thought it was another good show from NXT. Um, really like the tag matches. Uh, the f- hot start to the sh- to the show: Grizzled Young Veterans versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Grizzles Young Veterans getting the win over the Undisputed Era, and you know they don't really lose that much. They don't lose that much. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a shocker to have this uh, night. Undisputed Era were just off. They were off, yeah. Um, and you could thank you could thank Imperium for that because I, I, I think Imperium did through throw them off, yeah. especially in this match where they did interfere. Uh, uh, where they did interfere, um, it did cost them the win, and um. You know, maybe maybe they'll they'll be ready for sun, for Saturday for for later on today when they do face Imperium. Yeah, I forgot we got we still got to get to that. You got to get through that too. Other than that, um, 
Finn Balor had a squash match against uh, Joaquin Wild. I I I mean it's by design, but I hate his right. entrance. I hate his entrance so much. Uh, the uh, the ridiculous uh, speed walking helmet that he comes out with is is not doing me any favors. Shotzi Blackheart versus Shayna Baszler. I thought Shotzi looked really good in this match. Um, they're grooming her to to be a top player. The women's division on NXT, or just the division, I guess we're going to start. We have to start calling that now once they. Yeah. The division. How, how are we going to call this, by the <laughs> I way? I have no idea. Um, it's just so ridiculously stacked. Uh, they need to start, you know, maybe moving people up. Uh, but Shotzi actually looked really good against Shayna. And maybe um, maybe this is Shayna's one of her last NXT matches. I, I could see that happening. Um, and then you had the Broserweights advancing to the finals uh, to meet uh, Grizzly Young Veterans. So, I mean, it's going to be a literal world's collide. Uh, UK versus uh, a thrown-together team from NXT. Uh, um, so Imperium and Undisputed Era both lost uh, this week. Interesting. You're right. They Very did. Interesting. They but, did. Um, I thought this was match of the night on NXT. Well, shit. I forgot about the main event, but uh, this was one of my ma- one of my hot shows for the week. That that Don and Riddle actually worked together really good, dude. They did. They for them being a makeshift tag team, they are very well put together. Um, and this week, there's been a lot of makeshift tag teams. Now that now that I'm going through them, I mean, we had Seth and um, we had Seth and um, Buddy Murphy. We have um, obviously uh, Matt Riddle and um, Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. And then on uh, in AEW, uh, Chris, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Yeah. So th- there's quite a bit of makeshift tag teams going around right now. I like that the Broserweights actually have a name. Yes. And they have matching gear. And they do have, and they seem like they have pretty very good chemistry. I'm I'm just saying, as far as like a tag team, seeing a tag team, a total package of a tag team, I'm thinking name. I mean, they're working on the music. They need to have like. Music. If they're gonna stay a tag team, which they're not gonna stay. Alive. I don't think they're gonna stay as a so tag why team invest for in music. Long. But they they have, they have matching black and yellow gear, uh, which is cool. Um, real qu- real quickly, because um, I don't think we're gonna get a chance to go into um the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. It's gonna be next Wednesday on uh, on NXT, so we're probably not gonna be able to get a chance to um to talk about who's gonna win. So we might as well get it over with right now. Um. Who do you see is going to win between um un- between the Grizzly Young Veterans and the Broserweights? That's a really that's that's kind of hard because I could see them winning. I mean, but they did they did that storyline with with uh when Joe won the Dusty Classic with who did he win? Was it Finn? Finn Balor. Um, and they splintered off after, and like that was like part of the storyline for them. I'd hate for them to have to do that again. So I would probably put my money on the Grizzly Young Vets put over a, a team that a lot of people aren't familiar with and then maybe use that loss as Matt Riddle's like uh motivation to you know take on Pete Dunn like you cost us or whatever or vice versa um I just want to go real think? real quickly um let's go over the winners uh the inaugural classic was won by Finn Balor and Samoa Joe which was a thrown thrown together team 2016 was Authors of Pain 2018 because they didn't have one in 2017 was the undisputed era? They did win that one, uh, and then um, last year was Ricochet and Alistair back another thrown thrown together team. So, mm-hmm. um, if if the Broserweights do win, this would be the third thrown together team out of the five times the Dusty Rhodes Classic has been done. Why? I mean, I feel like they didn't use that at all. The the winning of the uh, 
I feel like it was kind of a waste for Aleister Black and Ricochet to win and then go to the main roster, right? Because they did not uh, long after. Let's see, because they did win um, around the same time. Oh, a little bit, a little bit around March of last year, and this around the same time where they were as a tag team on both Raw and SmackDown. So it was around that time frame. Like the that win could have done an, a real tag team a lot of favors, other than just a thrown together tag team and then not even use it as a story. The plot device at all because it, it it did them yeah you're right it did no favors um on NXT and also on the main roster and eventually they did split up and they went their own separate ways I mean look at Ricochet look where he's at right now he's not really being utilized to his full potential he tried to challenge Brock Lesnar on Raw and got fucking wrecked he got wrecked by Brock yeah uh, something we didn't talk about till right now um but yeah I I would think it I I'm gonna say Grizzly and Veterans going back to who might who's gonna win the the, the, the tournament. It would be nice to have an, an actual tag team win it. Um, I, I don't like the whole idea of having another thrown together tag team win it because that's yeah. that's I, I think that kind of beats defeats the whole purpose of a tag. And team, you could yeah. still have them if 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 the end result is Matt Riddle versus Pete Dunne, they could still feud after that. Um, if they don't win, if anything, it's more of a reason for them to feud after that. Exactly, exactly. Um, we have a new North American champion in Keith Lee. Um. It was only a matter of time before he got goad. Yeah, I mean, and Undisputed Era can't hold the belts forever. Um, no. So they, they're out of the tournament, and now they lost uh, one of their titles. Um, I thought I thought this was another great match uh, from the two. Uh, Undisputed Era did everything to try to help Roddy out, but in the end, um, Keith Lee smash. Keith Lee I smash. That, that was the, and he conquered. That was the uh, theme of this that match, because... Uh, uh, what what's the name? Uh, Roddy Roderick Strong. He would come out and you know he would do some offense, but all it did I felt like was just anger Keith Lee the whole it match. Did. Um, and then yeah, Imperium uh, came came again because they're gonna have a big match at, at Worlds Collide. What did you think about this match? Great match. Um, great great way for Keith Lee to win championship gold. Um, Roddy Strong was the perfect opponent for him. He. he um, he looked great. Um, I think this is just the beginning right here for him. Um, is he going to stay? In, is he going to stay at NXT for long? Um, I mean, I think after this, you you build him up to eventually become the NXT champion. That's how you got to play it. That's how you play it. Because um, either that, or you could play it up where he could just be another guy like uh, who's who's someone else that got called up and like is a big star now that never had the NXT title. There's uh there's been a few um I, I don't think Ricochet ever won the NXT championship. No, nope. he, he won the North American championship, but not the NXT championship. Yeah, but there 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 are a list of people that have come up. Braun Strowman's one. Strowman, yeah. Elias. Elias is another one. Um, I don't think Roman Reigns ever won the NXT title or FCW title. I think he maybe. I think I he know. did. Yeah, but I mean those those three to me. But you don't have to be the champion examples. to 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 advance in. Yeah, and, and in fact, looking at both Elias and Braun Strowman, they achieved more success on the main roster than they did in NXT. Yeah, absolutely. I think I don't think Braun Strowman was even there for that long. He wasn't there for very long either. Um, and then, you know, you look at the numbers, AEW beats NXT again. Um, so definitely my, my, my thought process was when NXT was beating AEW in the ratings was because they had so much main roster push uh especially going into the survivor series um now that that push has kind of gone back it's gone back to nxt just being nxt 
uh, AEW's, you know, turning it up. They're doing really good out there. And um, and mind you, the numbers that 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 are shown. I mean, eight seventy one to seven hundred sixty nine thousand. Um, that's just those who are watching it live, or and that's not even including the DVR numbers. Um, yeah. Of course, when you include the DVR numbers, um, NXT. I'm, I'm sorry, AEW is over a million. Um, NXT is probably gonna be a, is a little under. Um, it's still it's it's good for them. Of course, um, it's bad for advertisers because um, a lot of the a lot of advertisers aren't getting the revenue because. Fans are just fast-forwarding the commercials and whatever. Uh, point being, though, is that, as you mentioned, NXT, they were up for a little bit. A lot of it had to do with um, the Survivor Series and um, building up that brand. And now that um, they're they're kind of past it and they're kind of doing their own thing, they're a little bit behind NXT, a little bit behind AEW. Not, not, it's, it's not too glaring. I don't think Vince is too worried about it or anyone in WWE is worried about it. They're right where they want to be. Yeah. Um, their main goal is to make sure that AEW doesn't attract more fans and that their ratings are on par with Raw and SmackDown. If that's the case, then it'd be a little worrisome for them. But I think they're fine. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's two fucking awesome shows every week uh, on Wednesdays. Yes. For sure. Uh, something that wasn't that awesome. A lot of people liked this SmackDown. I was not a fan. There was only three wrestling matches on this. They were doing a lot to kind of hype up the Rumble. This is the go-home show, and I feel like they right. missed the mark on this SmackDown big time. I thought a big mistake was giving this uh, six-man tag match 30 minutes from the top. You have a two-hour show, and you're going to give this one match um, between Corbin, Ziggler, and Rude three jobbers. I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade. Three people that aren't mm-hmm. going to be anything against Roman Reigns and the, and the returning Usos. Um before the match started, I knew who was going to win and I don't know. I just feel like there was no stakes involved in this. Just let's get this fucking storyline over and done with. I'm tired of Corbin and Roman. Let's just blow this off at the Rumble. Hopefully, um this is another feud that won't die. I I am with you on that one. I didn't care I'm, enough to watch a thirty minute match between. But I'm I'm I'd rather have them do a thirty minute match to open up the show instead of a thirty minute promo. So I'm okay with Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I'm okay with that. I can I can live with that. Um, I thought the match was was fine actually. I I really didn't have too much of a problem with it. Um, we all know what they can do. Usos are perfectly are, are a great tag team. Romans, um, Roman of course being Roman. Um, Corbin was. All right, um, Rude and Ziggler obviously very good in the ring. Um, it it worked well for what it was. I'm just glad they didn't open it with a 30 minute Baron Corbin promo. That I'm okay with. I I can I can live with a 30 minute match involving those guys as opposed to a 30 minute Corbin promo to start the show. I agree, um, but to me, like I said, there's no stakes in this match, so I was I was out already. Um, what did you think about the Lacey Evans promo? You and I were talking about it before we went on air. Lacey Evans, it, I see what they're trying to do. Uh, they're trying to build her up. They're they're trying to um, highlight her her marine career, her being a single mom. It's not a single mom, or not a single mom, but a, being a mom. Being a mom, I'm sorry. Um, so they're trying to highlight that to make her more of a, a a baby face. It's not working for me. I'm not really too. I, I don't really ha- have much interest in her as a baby face same same um i i'm i i know what they're trying to do and i i already don't like it um don't tell me who to like um uh, but like at the same time like she was trying desperately to cry um she's trying to appeal as like an every woman like i go through problems my my family you know my dad um has ha- was a has addiction issues 
and uh, I have a daughter and I'm in the military. Like, just, I don't know. I don't know what they can do because she was such a good heel. And then from one week she was a heel to the next week she's now being pushed as a face. I don't, I, I, what's the words I'm looking for? I'm not as invested as maybe they would like me to be because of the turn just being so quick. Um, I, I don't have a reason to really cheer for her. You can say she's a, a Marine all the time. Shouts mm-hmm. out to all our Marines out there. Um, but I don't care, <laughs> I guess. No, and, and, and that's a fair that's a fair assessment uh, of of Lacey Evans and what they're it's doing with Liberty her. Liberty Bell Part 2. It is. I can watch it, Glow. It, it, it's it is. Liberty Bell. It, it is. That's exactly where, where, where um, they're basing this version of Lacey Evans from. Is from and now Liberty she salutes Bell. and like she has red, white, and blue graphics now. Like it's, I don't know. I the sassy Southern Belle. I would. I was more of a fan of that than what whatever they're doing now. That's that's fair enough. Uh, Bailey came out and beat her down, um, and then they try to have a match with another set of women, and that just broke down to a brawl because they fought from the backstage back out to the ring um i thought this was a cool way to kind of get people excited for the raw rumble seeing all those people in the ring at one yes. time yes that's basically what it, what it was built up for and i feel like that's really the only thing for a rumble match that they built up across raw and smackdown they didn't do like a big thing like a big schmoz in the ring for raw did they um other than um brock and Heyman coming out and just saying that brock's gonna dominate the rumble and that no one was gonna Stop him! Ricochet came out and got the shit beat out of him. Because that, that's pretty much it. Usually, I mean, like on a go home show, they'll they'll fill the ring up with people, just kind of give people a, a taste, a little glimpse of what the Rumble could be. Especially yeah. on Fox, I thought that was a great move to get people that maybe weren't gonna watch the pay per view to yeah. watch it. Um, like, oh wow, this is so crazy! And it, I, I'll give them props for that. I thought that was a really cool and I'm I'm, I'm I'm okay with them doing that during the middle of the show and not having an end where everyone has to um, brawl at the end. Because we saw that before. We've seen the, it every year. We've seen it every year. Um, not just at the Royal Rumble, but the most recent example being uh, the go-home shows for both Raw, SmackDown, and NXT before the Survivor Series. That whole week, it was nothing but uh, bra- um, show-ending brawls that led up to the Survivor Series. I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that again for both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, they kept it to a minimum. That I'm okay with. They did... Um, you want to talk about... Um, Cesaro and Nakamura, Strowman, Elias. You no. any thoughts on that? None? No, I have no no thoughts on that. I don't I, care. I don't. Yeah, I'm not much. I'm not too. I mean, and it's sad that that's how I feel about Nakamura and Sami Zayn and Cesaro today. Yes, um, they're they're enhancement guys. They're there to make Braun. Braun's gonna fucking win the IC title if I he doesn't. If he it. doesn't win it, then um, and. These guys just look look like jabrones. I feel like they they're so talented, and they're giving them nothing to go out there. They're trying. Sami Zayn is trying, um, but the the great liberator. What what is he liberating? There's there's nothing to make me feel like these guys are a threat to anybody. Nothing uh, at all. When they just go out and and lose every week, or attack someone and then run away. Like I get like being chicken shit heels, but at the same time like. I really like these guys. I want that. I want them to be into something that is good for everybody, um, and it's just good for Braun Strowman right now. Um, and then Elias, I don't know Elias coming out with a guitar every week. I'm I'm over that. Um, I'm maybe I'm just in a bad mood, but I'm just not into a lot of things that WWE is trying. to I give felt me. like that tag team should have happened a couple of years ago. They, I felt like they just feuded. Remember when they Braun did. Like broke a base over him and. For some reason, they're a tag team. This that week. was that was two years ago when they feuded, and I felt that was sh- that should have been the time where Braun 
should have been a tag team with Elias instead of uh, Nicholas. And that fact, that was two years ago, as a matter of fact. That was the WrestleMania where him and Nicholas won the tag belts, right? Yeah, exactly. I felt that should have been the time where those two should have teamed up. I feel like I feel like Elias, you know, it would be cool for Elias if they did. Give Elias a stable and make them like a band, you know, or something. That could work. I mean, well, I mean, he might be they might be onto something cuz they have Braun. I mean, Braun could be like <laughs> Braun the, could the, be the lead singer. <laughs> oh god. Cuz they gave him a mic to start singing on this one. I was going to say drummer, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. Or you could be the bass player. You can come out with a with an old-timey uh, or like, bass, or like a Yeah, like a psychobilly like psycho psycho band. Bass player. Actually, I, I would want to see that band now. I, kinda, I, I would pay I good would, money to yeah. see that band. I would, actually. Uh, what would their name be? Uh, and get Corey Graves' douchebag ass up there. <laughs> yeah. it, it'd be like the worst Tiger Army tribute band ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you think the name would be? Um, fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Some... Wa- walking with monsters or something, I think that'd be a cool band name actually. Walking with the monsters. grave diggers, yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna stop fantasy booking a show that I'm never gonna stop get. fantasy booking a band. Uh, did you did you realize like in the graphics like you know on SmackDown they have like uh, I guess Volume One Matt Hardy facts you know when they come out yeah. Um. Did you notice that the ro- the greatest Royal Rumble is now canon? In Royal Rumble history, oh yeah, I've, I've I've said that for a while. That's such bullshit. I've I've said that for a while that they were gonna they were gonna include the Royal Rumble as part of the lineage for or the Greatest Rumble as lineage for the Royal Rumble. It throws everything out of whack because that was a sixty man battle royal, right? Fifty, fifty man. But I get your but I see your point. And it's it's gonna inflate people like uh you know you're gonna have people like who was it uh Dan O'Brien that lasted what an hour and fifteen minutes. In the greatest Royal Rumble, right? Or am I, I mistaken? Well, they did. They did say that fact as far as Daniel Bryan did or like most eliminations over, over an hour. So let's see. Most eliminations, like obviously, well, someone in in a fifty man Royal Rumble is going to have more eliminations. Well, Roman still has a record as far as elimination. Two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, but I I don't like that. Uh, you know, they consider that a Royal Rumble win for Braun Strowman. Also, how is a fat? I don't know. No, no go ahead. I, it's going to be too nitpicky. Uh, but one of the things that they want you to know about the Usos is that they're cousins with Roman Reigns. As if you didn't know that. <laughs> As if you didn't know that. Yeah. But and that's like one of their accomplishments because it had like tag team champions, Slammy Award winning. Oh, and the Roman's cousins. Like, ah, God damn it. Uh, Kofi and Morrison. Let's let's keep the show rolling. Uh, I thought Morrison looked great again this week. Um, Miz came out and he's like, I'm not a bad guy. Um, but he's clearly a bad guy. He is. Um, so I th- we got we have to get the Miz and Morrison back together, right? Against well, the they, New Day. they they are back together. No, but I mean as a tag team because Morrison just beat two ha- like both halves of the t- of the tag team champions by himself. I think that's what they're leading up to for the Royal Rumble, and um, that I'm okay. I'm o- I'm totally okay with that. Um, as you mentioned, Morrison looked great. Um, I thought his uh, I'm 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 gonna call it the end of the world. I I'd prefer that name over Starship Pain. He hit it actually this week. He hit it really good actually. It was it looked very clean for yeah. the win for the first time. I feel like in his and, career. Uh, I yeah. I I would I I'm I I, I agree with you on that. Uh, uh, he looked great um, against both uh, Biggie this week. I'm sorry, Biggie last week. Yeah, and Kofi this, Kofi week. this week. He looked great. Well, how long do you think it's gonna take till WWE? tells him to tone it down and go with their standard wrestling because he's put on pretty good indie matches uh, as far as like 
incorporating the parkour and like yeah. doing like creative things. How long till they're like, hey, you need to chill out and do things our way? Probably after the Royal Rumble. And when they start cooling them down? Yeah, I think after the Rumble. Um, and then the the main segment of this. There was only three matches on SmackDown, which is crazy. It, it, you're, you're right. One, th- th- I mean, in one match, oh, four, but one match really didn't even start. And it got like 30 seconds in, in that women match. Um, and then you had the uh, contract signing between Bray Wyatt and Dan O'Brien. Uh, I thought this was a good way to show the brutality of what this match can actually lead to. Um, Wyatt comes out and just destroys uh, Daniel Bryan with the strap. And when the lights come back, not being red, because it's a stupid idea, um, his back is just covered in welts. It looked fucking awful. He got um, he got whipped really bad. Bray Wyatt signs the contract with his own blood, and that's a legal binding contract, if you ask me. Um, so we're going to get that match. Um, I feel like... This makes me question if Dan O'Brien is going to win this or not. And uh, shall we get into the predictions? Uh, yes, we shall. Uh, let's start with the Worlds Collide stuff. Uh, I don't see. This is the problem with this pay per view. It it sounds cool, obviously, but I don't really know too much about the UK brand of NXT. I know Imperium, which is Walter and the Putty Patrol guys. Um, I know Tony Storm uh, and Rhea Ripley going to have a good match. And I know who the undisputed heir is. Other than that, I don't know who anyone else is. So let's go, let's go through the card, and we'll talk about like uh, we'll talk about the talent more on the UK on the UK side, and we'll yeah. get our thoughts on it. Um, let's go and start from let's go and start from the uh, the pre-show on. So uh, this is six matches have been announced. One of which is going to be on the pre-show as of today. Um, there's a possibility they may include more. Um, no, I hope WWE, not. This is hopefully not. But I think I think one. Pre-show plus the five for the regular shows, um, more than plenty. So let's start off with the pre-show. Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray in a singles match. Um, Kaylee Ray was the um, NXT UK uh, Women's Champion, if I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, who do you have in this match? Uh, I'm gonna go Kaylee Ray on this one, just because she was the former champion, and uh, you know Mia Yim, she she's an awesome uh, competitor, uh, but I feel like. We're gonna get more NXT proper victories, so they're gonna they're gonna need to like kind of make it seem like they're equals. Fair enough. I think that's a that's a that's a good way of thinking. I'm gonna go with Kaylee Ray on that one too as well. Um, your 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 end goal is to try to build up really the lesser brand and the the lesser brand talent. Not that Kaylee Ray is lesser talent than Mia Yim, but less known to the public, I guess you could say. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Kaylee Ray on that one. Let me go ahead and write this down yeah, as can well. You, can you write all this? I'll, I'll, I have all over it here. Um. After that, we got DIY c- returning one night only. Maybe we'll see. They made merch for them already, so maybe more than one night. Uh, DIY Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa versus Mustache Mountain, who consists of Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Um, I'm a big fan of Mustache Mountain. I, both those guys can absolutely go. Um, but I think uh, I think DIY is gonna you know have a, a a great comeback. Um, so I'm gonna go DIY on that one. It's gonna be a great match though. Potential show stealer, if you ask me. I agree. Um, I, I agree with what you said. Uh, Mustache Mountain, they're phenomenal. Um, Tyler Bate is still a young dude. Um, he, he has, I've, I've mentioned this several times, I've praised his work. He's got a future. He could be um, a future guy, not only in, uh, in the NXT brand, um, because I do see him coming over eventually, 
But if WWE plays their cards right with him, he could become a top talent in WWE. For sure. Um, any, pretty much anywhere else he wants to go. Like, and he's, still, he's a young dude. He can go wherever he wants to go. He's got a lot of potential. Um, Trent Seven, um, you know, great, great talent as well. How long, if Tyler Bate gets called up to the main roster, how long till uh, Vince McMahon changes his name to Master? Oh, God, I hope I hope that never happens. Or, like, have him, like... Uh, Tyler Masturbate? He's, like, uh, no, just cut out the Tyler. Um, master He could be, oh like, uh, since... Oh, you, he's from... He's from uh, the UK. Uh, he could be like a like a lord or like a regal or or you know someone like a, like a like the nephew of Lord Stephen Regal. Yeah, but he he could be like a a rich guy that owns a castle and he can uh, he can have a, a butler and the butler would call him Master Bait. Oh, that's such good shit. Oh God, no, no, uh, no, that, no. That, you know that would happen. You know that uh, would happen. The um, the mind of a seventy plus year old man. Would you like a spot of tea, Master Bait? <laughs> um, yeah, Vince is already laughing. No. I can hear him laughing. Oh, you just wished that in existence. <laughs> um, so you got who do you got on this? one? I'm gonna here? go. I'm gonna go with Mustache Mountain in this one. Okay. I mean, as much as I and and I think DIY probably is gonna win because you want to keep Champa hot going into 2020. But I could see them. I could see Mustache Mustache Mountain sneaking off and getting a surprise win. Okay. Okay. Up next, Angel Garza, uh, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion against uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jordan Devlin, and Travis Banks in a fatal four-way match. Um, I don't know who Devlin or Banks is. The names sound familiar, but I can't really place them in anything I've seen. Those are two guys from the NXT UK brand. Yes. Um, Travis Banks, uh, did he was on NXT a while back. Um, I, I think he was in a match. I want to say it was against... I'm trying to remember who it was against. Um, Devlin was actually trained by um by Finn Balor. Okay, so he's actually a very good wrestler, Prince Devlin. Right, Prince Dev. Yeah, but Prince Devitt. No, I said Prince. De- I see what you did right there. I see what you did. Yep, you got it. Um, who, I don't. I don't know. I, I I think it's too soon to take the belt off of Angel Garza. I mean, I would keep it on him. Yeah, I think Garza is going to hang on to this too. Um, I think Swerve is going to have a really good night though. I hope all four of those guys have a good night. Um, um, that could be that could be a very good match. That could um, that might be a sleeper match. Yeah, for sure. Um, after that, Finn Balor versus Aja Jackanoff. Um, <laughs> Vince McMahon would have a field day with that name. That's probably how he pronounces his name, by the way. Dragonoff. Uh, Dragonoff, but I mean Jackanoff sounds way better. Um, I don't know anything about this guy. Do you? I think they cut a very, little promo on NXT and very li- weird contacts. Very little. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go Finn Balor on this one. I'm going to go with Balor on this one, too, as well. I think you... Um, I mean, unless you want to make Jagannath a big star. I mean, that could happen. I mean, that's probably one way to get him over is by having him... Um, but you can't come beat the... The Prince has been, like, un, untouchable, really, since he's come back to NXT. I don't, I don't think you knock him down yet. Do you... Um, I think you save that for when he fights uh, Gargano. That that that, that could happen. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Finn on this one as well. I think. Uh, I mean, you could do a surprise victory with with Dragunov as well. Have him, and have him built up and put him over. Um, but I don't. I just don't see that happening with a name like Jagunov, Um I don't think he's. <laughs> he might need to change his name. I don't know. Right. 
after that, Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm uh, for the NXT Women's or NXT Championship. That's so weird already. Already, just let's just let's weird. just call it the NXT Women's Championship. Obviously, I'm, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm call it. I'm not. I, I'm not going to change it. I just wanted to try it on. I just wanted to try it on. It didn't fit, so we're going to go back. Um. Anyways, uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is the hottest thing in NXT right now, if you ask me. Um, literally and figuratively. Um, who do you got on this one, Dick? Sorry, it's your turn. And uh, to me, I'm more of a Tony Storm Bay, but nothing, okay. nothing against nothing against Rhea Ripley. Um, I think it's just too soon to take the belt off of Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. You don't. Same. Not yet. Um, she just she just won it a couple weeks or about a month ago. Um, Tony Storm. I don't know. It, to me, it looked like she was getting booed um, during this past NXT show. Oh, she definitely was getting. She stormed, was definitely. Uh, she was definitely getting, getting booed, booed. Uh, especially when she held held up the NXT Women's Title um, at the end of that segment which, that we didn't talk about. Um, but so she I don't got know. Booed kind of out of the building by holding. By yeah. So I don't know if this is going to play into her turning heel, or I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think it was just in the moment kind of thing. That that she's going to be the heel in this match though. She is. Uh, which is which is surprising because I thought she was um she was she usually gets a babyface reaction for the most part yeah but maybe it's just the fact that Rhea is so over as a babyface right now exactly that maybe that's the reason why um she's getting booed or picture this Rhea Ripley loses enters the Royal Rumble and wins or does really good in it and gets called up that that's a possibility as well I think that could happen too um. But I'm still gonna go with Rhea Ripley on this one. I don't yeah. think I don't th- that belt's not coming off her anytime soon. Yeah, I'm sticking with that also. Um, and then you have the main event, an eight man tag match against the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Uh, this is a match that's been really hyped up, and um, I feel like it's gonna live up to the hype. Um, and it's been a match that I think a lot of people have been wanting to see for a while. Um, like I said earlier, I think that uh, they need to kind of balance out who wins these uh, worlds collide matches, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually give this to Imperium. I feel like uh, Undisputed Era is gonna start showing cracks, especially after Roddy lost the title, and they're out of the t- the tournament. I feel like there's a lot of uh, maybe some resentment from the other guys. Um, so maybe this is where we can start seeing Undisputed Era start to show some cracks. Hopefully not. Soon, but I mean, I don't. I feel like maybe they're a little off right now. I, I have to agree with you on that one as well. Uh, we'll see what happens though. Um, I think to me, more so, you definitely want to put Imperium over. You especially want to put Walter over. I don't see. I first of all, I definitely don't see Walter taking the pin if that were the case. No. Um, and I feel like you got to build up um, the other guys in Imperium too uh, as well. Marcel Barthel is really good. He is. He's really good. Um, same with Eichner, um, Alexander Wolf. I just I still remember him from uh, Sanity. San- I was gonna call him the Riot Squad, but yeah, Sanity. Um, that's why he kind of doesn't land with me, but he can also work very well too. Um, but I feel like you got to keep. I mean, the fact that these guys are like Imperium, they're like militant. They come out and they have their matching tracksuits. Yes, and they kind of they like stand together and they both kind of like uh, put their. You know, do their entrance together at the same time, and how dominant Walter is, and how dominant he is. I feel like he's gonna be a monster among men on this. No, no, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your gimmick, uh, Braun Strowman, but I feel like he's just gonna tower everybody that's in that match. I agree. Um, and real quickly, you, you said for Mustache Mountain DIY, you went with DIY, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so just wanted to confirm that. All right, let's get into this world because we are running out of time, desperately running out of time. Um, 
eight matches announced so far. They could always add more. Um, but let's uh, let's go from. And I feel like I feel like eight's a perfect number for this one, especially when you have two Royal Rumble matches that could last at least an hour each. At least, yeah. Um, let's start with uh, probably my least favorite match on this card: Shorty G, Chad Gable versus Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus' big return. Uh, Shorty G is the underdog. Who do you got in this one, Dick? Well, Sheamus is returning, and it would, it would there'd be no point in having him lose right away to Shorty G. So I'm going to go with Sheamus on this one. Um, I think uh, this is. I think we're going to be way different in all of this. Um, I'm going Shorty G on this one. I think Shorty G is going to eke out a win, a quick roll up, something, something crazy. Because um, you can't just. I mean, you can, uh, but you can't just squash him that easily. Um, who did who did Byron get in this one? I think he picked Shorty G on that one, and I'm I'm assuming it's based off the same logic that you have. Um, Build them up. I mean, they can keep this feud going, um, but to just have them come up, unless Sheamus just beats them in eight seconds and they want to do Daniel Bryan version two. I don't see that happening. Um, it just it, it's pointless to waste Sheamus's return because this is his first match coming back, right? Yeah, but he's kind of proven already. He is he established. Doesn't, he doesn't need uh, a win over Shorty G. I think Shorty G needs it more. I think for that reason, Sheamus is going to win because it's his first match back, and it just wouldn't make much sense for him to lose on his return. On his return. Okay. Okay. Uh, who did Byron pick? Byron picked uh, Chad Gable. Yeah, he picked uh, Chad Gable as well. Uh, Bob Bobby actually picked uh, Sheamus on this one. Oh, he did. Yeah, Bobby. Okay. Bobby, he's he's he gave me some picks. He gave me some good picks. Um, I agree with some of them. All right. Um, after that, we got Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo for the United States Championship. Um, I'm gonna go first on this one. Or who did Byron pick uh, for this one? He picked Andrade to retain. Yeah, I'm 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 agreeing with him. I'm gonna go Andrade on this one. Um, I think uh, I think he's a superstar. I think it's too early to take the belt off him and Carrillo. You know, when we haven't seen him on TV for a couple weeks, um, so him just making a quick run in at the end of a match uh, really didn't do anything for the story to make me think that he has a chance in this one. So I'm going on dry day on this one. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with him as well. I agree with I agree with both of you as far as logic as far as Andrade winning. Uh, he I would keep the belt on him as long as you can because he really hasn't had a long title ring as a United States champion. Humberto Carrillo, I mean, it seemed like they're building him up to take the belt off of him. They tried it before because he did win the U.S. Championship a while back, right? Carrillo, no. Ricochet did. Ricochet did. Okay, you're right. I mean, they could go with that, but I feel like that's too soon, and maybe you want to build that up for a little bit longer. Um, And even then, I don't think Carrillo would be the guy to um, take the belt off of uh, Not when he's this hot. Not when he's this hot. No way. Not yet. So Um, I'm going to stay. I'm going to have Andrade. I'm going to go with Andrade and have him retain. Yeah, Bobby went Humberto on this one. See, this is where he starts okay. to get wet, a little wacky, okay. a little bold. Uh, after that, we have Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. What do you think the odds are, okay, in a Falls Count Anywhere match inside Minute Maid Park where the Houston Astros cheated in the World Series that they brawl all the way to the replay room where there's like... <laughs> God, I hope they... It's a joke. It's a joke, obviously, but uh, never mind. I hope I hope they go there and they that would they, be they, awesome. They do they do um they they do parody um you know the whole scandal. All of uh, Goldust versus Roddy Piper at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, like they, they they go in there and they find like um like they go they go in the visiting <laughs> locker room and they see like uh like 
surveillance cameras, fucking mics everywhere. Just just go run with it. I'd be yeah. cool. I, I would actually like that. I think that'd be really topical and really smart on their part to do that. Um, but yeah, go go fight in the replay room. That'd be great. Um, Bobby actually is going Dolph Ziggler on this one for some reason. Okay. Um, um, I see where he's going with it. Who, who do you got on this one, Dick? Looking at how both these guys are going to be in the Royal Rumble match later on, yes, that this match will happen before the men's Rumble. I'm like one hundred. I'm one hundred percent certain that's going to be. They might even open up this. The bar, They might even open the pay per view with this match. As a matter of fact, want to start the match off. Want to start off hot. God, this is gonna. It's so weird because there's. There's also two women's match or two rumble matches. There, there are That's a uh, lot, a lot of stips. There's, a, there's a lot going on. Part of me wants Roman to win because I want this feud to end. But number one, I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. I think they're going to have one more match, which is why I'm picking Keen Corbin to win the Falls Count Anywhere match, which is going to lead up to who I think is going to win the Royal Rumble later on, which I'll get into in a bit. Damn, I think we're on the same fucking wavelength on this one because I'm actually going to go Corbin on this one too. He's gonna, It's a false kind of anywhere match. There's going to be shenanigans. There's going to be your Zigglers, your Rudes, your Usos. They're all going to come out during this match. Um, but I think Corbin's going to keep this because you can't have Roman winning two things in one night unless they want to make him the fucking ultimate big dog. Uh, but I got to go Corbin on this one because I don't think this 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 is going to end anytime soon. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to end. I think they're going to have to blow it off at Elimination Chamber somehow. Um, all right. After that, Bailey versus Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Championship, I guess. Nope, still doesn't fit. Um, who did uh who do you got, Dick, on this one? Or is it my turn? Whichever. If you want to go, go for it. Um, I'm going to go Bailey on this one. I think. Uh, one, I'm not a big Lacey Evans fan, so there's my uh, biased opinion. My unbiased opinion is that uh, Bailey, I think, is going to hang on to this title all the way to Mania. I think they're going to maybe give give Lacey the Mania uh, victory if they're going to go that route at that time. Okay, but interesting. I don't. I don't. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think they're they're doing a good job at trying to get the people on Lacey's side, um, but I just I don't I don't see her winning the championship just yet. I feel like it's still kind of fresh. I'm gonna go with Bailey as well for this one. Uh, your I I see your logic behind Lacey. Maybe they're gonna have her built up a little bit more. But if that's the case, then maybe they shouldn't have done this match yet. Maybe have her perhaps maybe maybe win the Rumble. I don't know. I I doubt she's even gonna be in the Rumble to begin with. It wouldn't make much sense for her to have this championship match and then have her come back and be in the Rumble. But then again, that's what they did last year with Becky. They're doing a yeah. They're doing it a lot. A lot of people pulling double duty this night. Double duty. Um. I, I'm not a big fan of of them pulling double duty, especially if um, they could have they could have utilized more of the NXT roster if that's the case. Like just have, um, have have them go in, uh, into the Rumble as well. But we'll see who's going to be in the Rumble when we get get to that. But yeah, I'm going to go with you. I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going to go with Bailey. I don't think Lacey Evans is going to win anytime soon. I I don't I don't see her winning yet. But unless you know. They're just really fucking high on Lacey, and they're like, wait, she's blonde. We need to push her. And, you know, we get the Lacey Evans super push, and she starts getting booted all of a sudden. But definitely, if you want to go down this route with her, build it up. Make it organic, because people aren't going to cheer for anyone that's shoved down their throat. Right. Um, Bobby is going uh, Lacey Evans' kid on this one. Oh, the, the, the kid. Daughter. Her the daughter. daughter. Her okay. daughter's going to win. Byron's going with, La- um, I'm sorry, with uh, Bailey. Okay. 
Okay, so we got some interesting picks. Bobby's really bold on this night. He is. Um, after that, we got, uh, let's go, Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, who do you got? Um, is it my turn? Did I just go? Who does, who I'll, does, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll yeah. go on this one. You go for it. Um, so exactly one year ago, they did have a match at the Royal Rumble, and it was for the SmackDown Women's Championship in which... Asuka did defeat Becky Lynch to capture... I'm sorry. did She uh, defeated Becky to retain the belt. Made um, her tap. She made her tap. You're right. Um, she made her tap. This was before the man. This was... Right. I, I'm trying to remember. No, I think this was during the, the phase of the man. Okay. This was the, the the beginning phases, I should say. Interesting. But um, she um, she didn't win. She didn't win the title that, that night. Um, but she did oh, come that's back. Right. She did come back. That. She did come back later on to win the Rumble. Um, last yeah, year. She was the man. So this match is full circle. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Becky on this one. You know, I, a few weeks ago, I was not think Oscar was going to win. And, but, at, but I was thinking about, I was like, wait a minute, if Oscar wins, then this doesn't conclude Becky's story with her and that they could go and that, um, they, I'm sure they want to tell the story where Becky gets, redeems herself from Oscar, get her win back and, um, move on. So I'm going to go with Becky on this one, getting her win back. Yeah, I'm. Um, uh, who does Byron have in this? Byron has Oscar. Oscar. Okay, interesting. Um, I'm gonna go Becky Lynch on this one also. Um, I don't think they're gonna make it Oscar two belts, and uh, seeing as she is the tag team champion, also. Right. Um, and Becky, this is her redemption. This is she's like I said, she's Rocky and Rocky three right now, um, and she needs to prove to the world that she can hang with top tier talent. And Oscar is definitely that. She's been a killer this whole time. Uh, and maybe she sprays the green mist, and the ref sees it, and we get a DQ. But uh, so you think it's some sort of uh, bullshit finish? Yeah, possibly. Okay, uh, but definitely Becky Lynch is retaining. Um, after that, we have the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Dan O'Brien for the Universal Championship in a strap match. Um, this is a, uh, I don't know. I think a strap match is a little. Too crazy for this. It uh, it's um, I feel like all these matches have been gimmicked with between uh, the fiend. All of his matches. I don't the elimination or the hell in a cell. The false count anywhere. False count anywhere. Um, the last match was Bray Wyatt versus the Miz. Um, not the fiend, but the b- b- Bray Wyatt. Yeah, um, not the fiend. Fred Rogers, Bray Wyatt. But all the fiend matches have been uh, somehow gimmicked. Right. Yes. As far as the Fiend character goes in his matches, they've all been gimmicked. They've all been red light as well. You know um, what I realized today, too? The Universal Champion that? and the Heavyweight Champion, the World Champion, kind of absentee champs. They don't really appear uh, and they don't really wrestle. They don't wrestle on the shows. It's crazy. Yeah, it it is. Uh, well, with Brock, it was given. We all know that that was even the case when Brock was going to win the WWE Championship back again. We all know that he wasn't going to be wrestling on on Raw or SmackDown for that matter. Um, the Fiend is a special attraction as well. I I don't think you want to see him wrestle every week. No, I'm just there. saying it's their top titles. You're right. Are never it, on TV. You're right. They're they're rarely on TV. Um, and uh, it's like the same problem last year. We and the problem we've always had with Brock Lesnar holding on to the belt. Uh, but that's a different topic in in itself. But that's a good observation that you made. 
Um, now, this match right here, it appears that it's not going to be a Four Corners match. Which is another question I had. Yeah, because um, strap matches, they could be Four Corners matches where you have to touch all four corners to, to win the match. Yeah. Uh, which I think is even dumber if they did that. Um, I don't think that, that they should do that. That would be that would be that would be stupid. I think it's it looks like it's just gonna be a regular strap match. Yappa pie. Yappa pie. Yappa pie. Yappa pie. Oh my god. <laughs> the most brutal stra- of all strap matches. <laughs> the yappa pie. Um. Yeah. Um, I don't see I don't see Dan and Brian winning this match. I'm gonna go with the fiend. Um. Yeah. I I just I don't see I don't see the I don't see him winning it. Yeah. I'm fuck man. I I wish. I wish I could see Dan O'Brien pull this out, uh, but I'm going to go The Fiend on this. But one thing I would like to see in this match, which is me fantasy booking again. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so they're strapped together, right? Yes. Bray Wyatt wants to escape. He wants to go under the ring, right? He he goes under the ring, but drags Dan O'Brien with him. You cut to like a pre-taped part of the match where they're literally fighting in like a version of hell. Like or purgatory, kind of, or like a like a boiler room or something. Okay, or like imagine Bill and Ted's bogus journey when they go to hell. Yes, where they're fighting just in like or or in Mortal Kombat when uh, Scorpion and Johnny Cage fight uh, in hell. Yes. Uh, okay. So I mean, just imagine you know Bray Wyatt, they, and then they, it cuts to it could be pre-taped, so it doesn't have to be whatever. But they go under the ring and they fight like in a version of hell. I think that would be awesome. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, but it's a that's an interesting way to um, because they, they to make this match more appealing. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. They keep saying that there's hell under the ring, and why does a Bray Wyatt keep wanting to go under the ring? Just imagine the fact he drags Dan O'Brien okay. to hell. Let me ask you this: If they get dragged, is there gonna be more red light? Oh, it's gonna be orange. Has to be orange. <laughs> it's gonna be it's a gonna be brighter bright, red, bright, brighter. Okay, there um, has to be. I think that you would be cool. Keep it consistent, and I think that would be a cool way to maybe maybe the match isn't. Under the red light, but Bray Wyatt um, needs to fight in the red to like win. Maybe that's where his power comes maybe, from. Maybe they can be fighting the red light district, perhaps. Ooh, you don't got to turn on the red light, Roxanne. Oof. Um, and you drag Dan O'Brien to where the light is red, and then you beat him there. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be something different. I don't know. Maybe I'm that's, crazy. That's that's one way to do it. Uh, um, Byron does have Dan O'Brien to win and have him um, to have him capture the Universal Champion. Okay. Um, I mean it's. It's bold. I can see why. I I love Dan O'Brien. I'm sure. I don't know I'm how. Sure I don't Brian, know. I don't Byron know. How, too. I do too. But I don't know how Dan O'Brien's gonna beat someone who is pretty much as broken as 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 the fiend. I mean, the crowd it, is chanting, "You got issues." Yeah. Um. Although I do like my idea of the fact that like the fiend uh feeds off of fear and Dan O'Brien is not afraid and the yes movement is helping weaken Bray Wyatt. I think that'd be a cool way to 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 do it to do a lost. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Like in the movie It. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Bobby actually is choosing Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend. He's picking Bray Wyatt to win this match. Oh, Bray Wyatt 2017? No, no, no. Just Bray Wyatt. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Sweater. Mr. Oh, Rogers, okay. yeah. He's, win- he's guessing that. Yowie, wowie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Let's get into the main events. The uh, Royal Rumble yeah. matches. Let's start with the men's Royal Rumble. Oh, shit. Um, there's a lot of names that are announced. Um. 27, in fact, announced, which doesn't leave a lot of room for surprises. Uh, NXT people, legends, apparently led Edge is uh, rumored to be coming back on this. Um, a lot of people from Raw are going to be in this Royal Rumble. So 
let's go ahead and list the names real quick. Uh, first person that did declare his eligibility for the Rumble is Roman Reigns. Uh, Brock Lesnar is going to be number one. He's going to be number one and is the WWE champion, mind you. AJ Styles, Eric Rowan, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Elias, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Otis and Tucker, Rusev, Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, Big E, R-Truth, and Morrison in The Miz. So that's who's announced for the men's Royal Rumble. Interesting. No NXT names have been announced, so it looks like they, they could they could still be in it as surprises. But if those are all people that, I mean, you could do the whole, uh, you know, let's say fucking Big E's going to come out and then someone attacks him and then takes his spot. That's a thing that could happen, too. That could happen Imagine as well. Yes. Keith Lee coming out and punking out the Miz and taking his spot. I would That'd love I would love to see that happen. I mean, for sure, at least one NXT star is going to be on that roster. I mean, there has to be. There needs to be some NXT in there. Um, Booker T has been training to get back in the Rumble. There's been, yeah, he's. It, it, it's Supposedly. been rumored. It's been rumored that he's been training to get back I- into a match. Perhaps it was. It was either um, the Rumble itself, which is it, it's possible because he is from Houston. So I could definitely see him in the Rumble match itself. Yeah, I I feel like he's going to be in it. Um, one person who is not going to be in there is Diamond Dallas Page. Oh no way! Not after I, appearing on AEW. Yeah, after after appearing on AEW and being on the Jericho Cruise, excommunicado. Right I don't now. think he's going to be in uh, the Rumble match. If he is on there, I'd be very shocked. Although um, Booker T was on the cruise, he was. He was on the cruise. Okay. Yes, he was on the cruise um, eh, with DDP. He works for Fox. He does, so he he can kind of get away with it. Speaking of someone working for Fox, what do you think the odds are that CM Punk? become comes into the world you know that's um i watched the interview with him on k-rock and he was talking about how it's gonna take a lot of money to get him in it but he would do it for five million dollars that's the price that he did give uh he did give um kevin on the on the uh, kevin in the morning at the k on uh, k-rock it was was it was 5.5 million dollars uh, of course he's not going to get that uh, that's that's above brock money okay three million dollars you think he would do it Okay, one million dollars. You think he would do it? No, I don't think he'd do it for one million. Two million, three million. I I could see him. I think he just said it as a number. That way, people could stop talking about it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's gonna come back. I don't think so either. But imagine if he did. That would be interesting. He he would get the pop. And the Royal Rumble famously was his last match in WWE. So that would make it full circle. That was six years ago, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um. Eliminated th- by this King. is the odds of him. I'm trying to find the odds of him entering the Rumble. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. All I can see is the odds of him winning the Rumble, which there are odds, and he's a six to one, um, six to one odds for him to win the Royal Rumble, let alone enter it. So we'll see if that's the case. Um, it could, it could possibly be. He could possibly enter the Rumble, but um, I think Edge has more of a um, higher odds. I think Edge has a higher odds as well. Yeah, because Edge is. It looks like Edge might be cleared to come back. Um. All right. It's time. Who do you got, Dick? Well, I did mention earlier um, it, with the Corbin um, with the Corbin Reigns match that Corbin was going to win the False Count Anywhere match. I think you have to go with Roman Reigns on this one. I think Roman Reigns, it seems like he's the odds-on favor to win this match, even though you do have Brock Lesnar in there. Um, Brock lasting the entire Royal Rumble match could be interesting as far as what could happen because he would be the first person to not only 
winner from the number one spot, but also retain the WWE, will also be champion as well and call his um, decision. Oh, and you know Michael Cole's just jizzing in his pants thinking of the fact that he could say the first time ever this happened. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Brock Lesnar would be a good pick, but I'm guaranteeing you right now, of the the extra three names that haven't been listed, Cain Velasquez is going to come out and he's going to dump out Brock Lesnar. I could see that. That will get them to the WrestleMania match uh, that they want to have. Um, so that that's one of my bold predictions. As long as Kane doesn't win the Rumble, I'm cool with that. Yeah, uh, Kane or Kane Velasquez? Both. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bobby's pick is actually Kane to win. Not Velasquez, just Kane. Just uh, Big Red Machine Kane. The Big Red Machine. Okay, yes. interesting. Um, and uh, you and you're actually the mayor, the ma- mayor oh, Kane, Mayor Glenn Jacobs, Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Okay, yes. all right, <laughs> all right, all right. I um, see what you did right there. Um, and you're going with Roman as well, correct? I'm going with Roman. Okay. Um, someone's got to be able to beat the Fiend, and who bigger than the guy that throws the Superman punches? Um, it's going to be the Superman himself, the big dog. The Roman big Reigns. dog himself. Um, um, Byron's going to be going with Kevin Owens, <sighs> which okay. I'm I'm I'm. Who, who had the crazier? Who had the crazier pick, Bobby or Byron? I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Bobby on this one because I think uh, <laughs> Mayor Glenn Jacobs. I think, yeah, him. I'd like to see him win the Rumble in a suit. I would love to see that happen. Um, who's 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 like another, another person? Who's who, another person you could see winning? Drew McIntyre. We said that too. Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, I would. I would. If you were to ask me a few weeks ago, I did say Drew McIntyre was the odds-on favorite to win the Rumble because I felt like the way they're building him up is for him to win the Rumble, but. It depends on whether or not Roman wins that match against Baron Corbin. I think will determine whether or not he wins the Rumble because I like you, like you said earlier, I can't see him winning both the False Count Anywhere match and the Rumble match. I think that's that is a bit overkill. Yeah, really hedging our bets on that one. Yeah, um, you know, I think it would be a really cool victory for this Royal Rumble. Alistair Black. That's a surprise, right? Alistair yeah. Black against the Fiend at WrestleMania, I think, would be fucking awesome. And you can absolutely do that, man. God damn it! I almost want to change my pick, but I'm not going to because I'm a smart man. Um, Alistair Black was be, would be my dark horse to win the whole thing. R- remember, because I can't picture him like I don't know. I know they haven't booked him very well, but I can't picture him getting dumped out of the ring by like Brock Lesnar. I know. I think Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar in the ring at WrestleMania need, or in the ring at the Royal Rumble needs to happen also. That could happen. He could, he could also be, be a surprise appearance. I think that would be sick. Um, all right, let's go to the win- to the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, now you just listed a bunch of people uh, that have been confirmed for the for the men's Royal for Rumble. the men's side. Yes. Let's see how much WWE cares about the women's Royal Rumble. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine people announced uh, as of today. Uh, as of today, Saturday, the twenty-fifth. So that just shows you where WWE uh, kind of values this thing. So we have Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, Natalia, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Um, I feel like that's <laughs> those are all the women um, on the roster. Uh, we haven't seen a Naomi in a long time, so she's probably going to come back. That that's possible. Um, but I feel like there's not a lot of women to fill out 30 people. I think you're going to have quite a few NXT stars you in the women. 21 more people in this match. And I think this is where you're going to find. I think we're going to see more of the NXT stars in the women's Royal Rumble than in the men's because of the fact that there's so little 
people, there's so little women that have been officially announced. You have the Iconics. That's two more. Yes. Okay, so uh, that I guess you possible, can do it. Possible. Uh, you have Natalia. Oh, possible. She's already, she's already announced. She's, she's listed. Um, who would be a, a surprise? I mean... You, you you think they're gonna go? What do you think the odds are that they go back to the well and they call up Trish and Lita to come in? This I was week? just gonna say that right now. <laughs> um, or I could I could I could absolutely see those three being called up. It wouldn't be much of a surprise at this point. Not that not that not seeing them is not good. It's always great seeing them, but it's like it's at this at this point, it's like is it really a surprise seeing Trish Stratus or Leah yeah. coming it's lost, up? It's, it's lost almost its like luster. an annual thing. Yeah, it's. Um, Mickey James, I could see her coming back for this. If she's healthy, she could come back. I think she is. I think she's ready. If she's ready, by all means, bring her back. Um, who, who but I just can't. Like I just can't. I can't think of anyone else. Um, I mean, I mean, get a big pop would be you know bring back Miss Jackie. I think that'd be that'd be dope. Which one? Um, uh, Jacqueline. Or I mean, Molly Holly. We've seen her recently. But Molly Holly would be cool too. I don't. I don't want to sound racist, being black Jackie, right? Jacqueline Moore? Jacqueline, yeah. Okay, her? Is there another Jackie? There is another one. Oh, you're thinking of the other Jackie... Jackie Haas. Haas, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about Miss Jacqueline. You're talking about Miss Jacqueline. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, or she, Ivory, she could come back. Ivory would be cool, too. Ivory's another one that could come back. Um, I'm just trying to think of someone I haven't seen in a while. Um, but yeah, they have a lot, lot of fucking people that they can announce. Um, Shayna Baszler, I think, is another favorite to win the whole thing, um, which I would be all for. Um, in fact, fuck it. Lock me down. Shayna Baszler. You're going to go Shayna on this one? I'm going Shayna on this one. Okay. Um, I could see her versus Becky. Um, this would, this would be the equivalent to, okay, so Becky makes it through, or Rocky makes it through Mr. T. Next fight, he's got to bite, he's got to fight an even bigger guy in the Russian, uh, Ivan Drago. So now we're going to have Rocky four, Becky versus Shayna. Um, and then maybe that we can get a four horsewoman thing out of that. Um, who does Byron have on this? He also has uh, Shane and Baszler as oh, well. Okay, okay. And um, based off the logic as well, I, she could make an appearance as well, absolutely, and go after and win the Rumble. She would be the first NXT because she, currently she's still in NXT. She would be the first yeah. NXT star That'd to win the Rumble and a challenge for NXT. Yeah, it would be. I and. Based off that logic, I would be I'd be okay with it. Um, but I think they're gonna save the, the the real surprise. I mean, it also depends on where they're placing the women's women match itself. That's true. If they're placing it last, which I can absolutely see that happening. Oh, I think I know where you're gonna go. Which with this. it, which because they, they could go back to back a rumble matches if they want to. I think that's kind of overkill. Yeah, they can't do that. They could, but it's I I don't I don't I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I think they they start off with the false count anywhere match and then I, the, I think they're gonna the start the fa- I think they're gonna do the false count anywhere match. They'll have a couple matches. They might do the men's and then they might have the universal title match, and then yeah. have the women's yeah, last. I, see that. I could I I'm pretty sure that I'm almost certain the women's match is gonna be last, and I think for that reason alone, Ronda does make her return. Ronda, wow! I think she makes her return. Um, two years ago, she made her debut at the Royal Rumble after. Yeah. Um, after um, Oscar won the Royal Rumble match, she's got to be healed from almost losing her finger, right? It's been long enough. I think she's. Um, I. I. I honestly think they have to go. They have to go with a big match, especially if Becky's going to retain the belt. They could still go back to uh, Becky and Ronda, and I feel like that's Becky, the match that Becky needs Ronda one at this on point. one. Yeah, none of this triple threat bullshit. 
Um, I thought you were gonna say Lacey Evans, which I could see that. Happening <laughs> too. I, I I would swerve. I would be swerving everyone. <laughs> um, who did Bobby pick in this one? I think he picked uh, Bobby. Picked Dana Brooke. He picked Dana Brooke. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he picked. I forgot. Bobby picked Dana Brooke. Uh, he thinks it, it's her time to shine. He says it's her time to shine. His, uh, his exact words, by <laughs> the way. Um, but yeah, those are our picks, guys. And uh, Byron also did pick Shayna as well. Um, I both of you guys. I mean, with your logic, I mean, Shayna would be a odds-on favorite to win because of the fact that she did lose the belt. Also, like, other than Charlotte and and. Uh, Becky, they have done a terrible job building up anybody that looks like a credible, very, friend. very much so, um, or any like a credible contender to anything. Um, a lot of fifty-fifty booking. I mean, Carmella and Dana Brooke. Um, I, I mean, you can same with Mandy and and Sonya. They they don't do anything. They um, don't. If they lose one week, they win the next week. Like there's no like progression into anything. Um, Nikki and Alexa, where the fuck have they been? Um, they, I don't know. They need to, they need to really do the women a favor and really put these people on a pedestal. Um, I see what you did right there. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm talking. Put the about. pussy on the pedestal. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to say that, but uh, I said it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like they gotta really, you know, if if you want to go all in on the women, which they should because they they have so much talent. I feel like the women can be bigger than the men. Uh, but you have to really lean into it, guys. This fifty foot fifty, uh, giving them you know, um, giving them a match on SmackDown when there's only four matches, giving them a match that ends in like thirty seconds is not doing the women any. Favors. It's not doing any favors. I agree. Uh, so come on, guys, be better. You can be better. I know you can. I've seen it happen. Um, wow, we're almost at two hours, boy. Uh, I think that's I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, we'll find out who wins. I am the defending pay-per-view champion. And um, we'll see if I can retain. Or who do you think wins the title? Let us know. Uh, I'm going to try to do a video. Actually, I'm not even going to promise that, guys, because there's a good chance it's not going to happen. But it is being Don't recorded. Don't make promises you can't keep. Exactly. It's, been, it's being recorded right now. It's in the can. Uh, but I have a show tonight. Um, I, I will be playing at the Bright Star Tavern in Glendora, California. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna save the day cover band. Uh, so it's gonna be our first first sh- proper show. And um, if you're listening to this and you can make it by ten o'clock, uh, you can watch me. And there's gonna be a lot of people there too. Dick, Dick, are you gonna be there? I will be there. Dick's gonna be there. So the put me over boys will be in the house. I think Byron said he's gonna make it out. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so we got that. So I gotta edit this podcast, put it out. You're probably listening to it right now and driving to the show. So hopefully that's happening. Even better. Um, but, yeah, you got anything to add, Dick? That's pretty much it. I mean, this weekend is going to be a very busy weekend. So um, we didn't even talk about NWA. We didn't. That's a, There's a lot of stuff to talk about. We don't have time for it. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next week. <laughs>